Welcome to another episode of the Heartship Journey Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm your host, Andrea Mauser, a mindset and personal growth coach and creator of Choose Your Journey. We all endure hardship in some form in our life. It's those very things that we go through, we grow through. My guest today is Leanne Smith, who shares about her and her family's hardship and the loss of their home. The day after Thanksgiving in 2018, they had a house fire that resulted in a total loss. Leanne shares what withstood the fire, and my friends, it will give you goosebumps. It did for me. Leanne shares her perspective that everything happens for a reason. And while the loss of their home was devastating, it also allowed them to create a new chapter in their lives, which involved once again, navigating through unexpected circumstances with cancer and COVID. Leanne, along with her family, tackled their challenges by having a positive attitude. I was so inspired hearing from Leanne, and I hope you are too. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out my website, www.chooseyourjourney.co, to hear other episodes of inspiration. Welcome, Leanne Smith. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Welcome to the Heartship Journey podcast. Thank you, Andrea. I'm happy to be here today, for sure. Well, you... You have a hardship that really, um, you know, I've, I've talked to many people and, and really with what you experienced with your family in a house fire that really resulted in, in kind of having to like start over, right? Like, I think you lost yeah. much of all of your belongings and yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to kind of hear more about that and to share with the listeners here and sounds like it's coming up on three years already with that, which it's, it's amazing how fast time goes, but I'm sure in the moments it felt like days were at a standstill and I'm going to let you talk more about that, but maybe to start off, would you just share a little bit about yourself and your family and kind of some tidbits about that? Yeah, sure. So, um, I am a mom of two and I have a husband named Brian. So my kids are Campbell and Reagan. I have a dog named Taco. Uh, my oh, my kids are. <laughs> I love that. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't bark. He's a rescue pup, and uh, his do- his name is very fitting. So he he actually was with us. We also had another dog uh, that was with us that night who made it through the fire, but mm. is no longer with us. Um, he just died recently of old age, but um, mm. had a good long life. So, yeah, my kids are 17 and 15 and in high school, and we're working on college applications and planning, and it's been a very busy, busy uh, first part of this school year, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know I'll have a resource to reach out because we'll be experiencing that not too far down the road with our own child going finishing school. Yes. So it's a lot. It's a lot for sure. But um, well, I know, you know, we're here to talk about, you know, what we went, what I went through and our family went through with this uh, situation. And I guess I'll just give you a kind of a, a background of what happened and um, great. share, you know, the journey that we've been on since three years ago, uh, coming up on three years, it was uh, the day after Thanksgiving. And it was a was a fabulous day. It was a great day. We had had Thanksgiving the day before we did some Black Friday shopping in the morning. 
I was super prepared. I felt like I wrapped all the gifts that I bought. Oh my gosh. Uh, and, uh, awesome. Yeah, it was one of those, uh, hey, I'm really in great shape this year. Because, you know, as a mom, I'm, I know you know this, you never feel like you're ever really prepared for Christmas and the holidays. And it's always just so much work. Um, so, you know, when I went to bed early, it was 8.30 at night. And um, I had decided just to kind of lay in bed and watch TV. And my daughter was uh, laying in there with me. She was 12 at the time. And um, around just before midnight, our smoke detectors started going off. And my husband had been um, in the basement watching TV, falling asleep, and he had started a fire in the in our um, wood burning stove. It was the first time he had started the fire this year. Uh, yes. And it was, uh, I you know, a few hours later, that, like I said, the smoke detectors started going off. And I, you know, at first I didn't really think anything of it because we've had the smoke detectors go off before, carbon monoxide, um, mm. different things. And I um, started opening the windows and I realized, you know, I ended up feeding the fire at that point, but I didn't, didn't know it at the time because, you know, you're, you're running around and you're, you're thinking, okay, let me just, you know, get this smoke out of the house. Something just backed up. And as we were kind of walking around the house, um, my husband, Brian, found the, saw the, the flames in my daughter's room. So thankfully, oh. she was actually not in, the, in her room at the time. Yeah. Um, and it was in the wall. So the fire was in the wall. And um, at that point, it was complete you know, panic mode. Like, let's get out of the house, call 911, get the kids up, um, get everybody out. And, and we did. So we... You know, I called 911. I got the kids awake. We got into the car. Um, luckily, we were able to pull the car out. The fire had started on the on the opposite side of the house. We were in kind of this expanded ranch. So our bedroom was on the first floor. Some of our kids, bed, my one daughter's bedroom was on the first floor. And our uh, other daughter was upstairs. So everybody was on the other side of the house from where the fire started, which is wow. which was good wow. news. And, um, you know, you, you go out and you think, okay, um, we'll call the fire department and they're going to come put it, <laughs> put it out. Right? right. So, you know, as I'm running around and I grab literally, you know, my, a coat, which was probably the oldest coat I owned. Right. <laughs> I don't it, know why, late. you know, <laughs> probably had pajamas it's on. Late. Right. I had my pajamas on, I put on my sneakers and, um, you know, I, I got the dogs in the car and I did grab my work computer for some strange reason. I'm not sure why, but I grabbed my computer because <laughs> I thought, okay, I'm going to need to get in touch with things and make sure everything's, you know, taken care of. Yeah. So um, we pull out and we're standing there waiting for the fire company to come. And um, at that point it was just kind of like this eerie sense of like, okay, well, what do we do now? And, there's, there was nothing really we could do. The fire company comes and they said, okay, pull the cars out, get everything away from the house. And um, then they called in the backup. So at that point, they didn't even have like, you know, a truck there. And we live rural in New Jersey. So New Jersey's, um, you know, most of New Jersey is pretty uh, uh, urban, but we live in a very rural part of New Jersey where there's no... Um, there are no, they had to go three miles down the road to get water. And it was, so I guess my, the point of my story is the house went up in flames pretty quickly uh, within 15 minutes. The oh whole my upstairs was on fire. And then, 
you know, within a half hour, the whole, the whole house was engulfed in flames. So it, it was um, standing there, you know, looking back and you're, you're watching and there's nothing you can do. You know, you're just, you know, hoping that, okay, maybe some things will be, you know, survive the, the fire. But at that point, you don't, you're not even thinking that you're just in shock. And um, I think that was kind of the, the follow-up was really just a complete, you know, shock. And, and at some point, so I live in a town called Harmony and, you know, most people know everybody. So we all, you know, I know the, the fire company and I know, you know, people and yeah. it's a, it's a small town, kind of like what you're used to in, in Iowa. It's a, it's a family oriented town. And, um, so my sister-in-law came up, they live a few miles down the road. My brother comes up, my sister comes up and then they took my family and the kids and I stood there for a few hours. And then finally we went, cause there was nothing we could do. Uh, went and stayed at my, at my mom's. So it was, um, you know, going back early in the morning and kind of looking at this, this damage and you go, okay, well now what do I do <laughs> now? Now what? Right. <laughs> like what's the, it was a complete shock. Yeah. Yeah. What was your mindset like at that point? Um, so at that point it was still very much like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, you know, go back to work on Monday and I have a meeting on Wednesday and I'm gonna, you know, I, I don't think the reality of what had happened really at that point set, set in. Um, and, you know, I, I think during that, that day, you know, people were like, we, you know, you, you, you're going to have to do. And I, and I realized at that point, you know, some late, sometime later in the day that, this was really a project like, oh my gosh, now I just have been thrown this like, <laughs> like immense project of what I need to do to tackle. Yeah. And, and how do I, and it was almost like, well, how do I, how do I get, get things to like a normal state, right? Like what, what right. do I need to do to feel and make things normal? Right. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I am very lucky that I have my family all very close and um my sister-in-law created like a whole setup at her house she got people to start donations and they were bringing clothes and toiletries and food and somebody set up a meal train and she took it upon herself to to run that point on project and it was just like a flow of you know constant just goodness, like kindness that I've never seen before. And it was really hard to be sad at a time when people were just so generous. I couldn't imagine the kindness. Like you can't, I can't even ever express like how, how many people helped us during this time. Like, and I, I didn't even feel like deserving of it. I don't know how else to explain it. it was this feeling of like a little bit of guilt, like, oh my God, I like, why is it like everybody's bringing us stuff and donating and they're, and I, you know, and you don't realize at the moment that like just people want to help, right. People yeah. want to feel and help you. And I, um, I did, I kind of lived with this for a long time, this feeling of a little bit of guilt, like, Oh my gosh, why are they like so many people are helping me. I can't possibly give back to all these mm. people. But um, it was a mindset of, okay, I'm, I was in complete shock. I mean, I, and it, and the shock really took a while to wear off. Um, and the first 
you know, the first part of this was more about, okay, how do I, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. uh, every day was a need. Like I have to figure out what do we need today? Mm -hmm. And there were people to kind of step in and do some of that too. Like my, my I mean, I, I know when I was looking at this and thinking about what I wanted people to hear is that, you know, Sunday, okay, this happened Friday night, Sunday, her basketball the booster club for the basketball team took her out shopping and got her, you know, her new basketball sneakers, her, her, um, clothes that she needed, all the things that she needed. They were, they, they took her out. They were like, okay, let's keep her busy. Let's get her out of the house. Let's go get her what she needs. Wow. The, um, gymnastics team brought her Leo's and all the things that she needed to be able to come to gym on Monday. And, you know, there was, there were just so many things that people did to help us. It was, it was kind of like overwhelming, but at the same time, like you just couldn't be sad. And, um, and then it was, you know, besides the, all the, the things that people were bringing to us and helping us with, then it was, how do I figure out how to get us settled? Right. You know, my husband and I were sort of in, in like project mode. Okay. What do we do? Where, do, where are we going to live? <laughs> you know, what, what are we going to do? So we had this opportunity to, you know, it was just, you know, we can't stay with my mom forever. While that was, it was very, you know, nice of her to offer and we had places to sleep and it was, um, you know, how do we, we need to live somewhere. Right. So that was yeah. a, that day. It was like one, one day at a time, every day was something that you needed, right. You had to just figure out what it mm -hmm. was that you need next. Um, so that's kind of where the focus went from day one of, okay, what am I, what do I need to, sorry about my, my dog taco barking. But, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there, there were so many things that I reflected on too in that time that while I was in shock, I realized, you know, we all walked out of the house. We all the smoke detectors went off. We heard them. We got up. We were able to get out of this house. And there, you know, while we lost things, there were so many things that were like bright spots from from what had happened. Um, I had had my kids' baby albums in the basement underneath, like where our laundry was situated upstairs, right above it. Yeah. Well, the laundry must have protected the water and all the the damage from the, the smoke and things from coming down into the basement in that section. So all of my kids' baby albums and their photos were saved. You know, just things like that oh that you, gosh. you know, hold on to and say, oh my God, like, how could this possibly be? And um, my daughter, her room was completely, you know, burnt, except for she had uh, her, her Bible from when she was confirmed in her dresser. It was completely intact. Like there are so many things oh, that, wow. you know, you just think somebody's watching over us, but, you know, Absolutely. making sure we were okay during this time frame. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. So, you know, and it, it, it's one of these things that um, it took, you know, when I, I go back to the whole, I wanted to feel, you know, normal again. And I, and I, I knew, you know, when this happened that, you know, normal was not going to be normal for a long time until we 
you know, got, and it, and what is, what is normal, right? What is our, mm-hmm. it was more of a feeling of being settled um, mm. and trying to focus on getting everyone in the family settled and trying to help everybody feel comfortable again and um, making sure that, you know, they had a feeling of, of home again. And we, we uh, were in a rental property. So we, we did live at, within two weeks, we were able to get into a rental property and um, it was a beautiful house, which was, was nice. And we had uh, the insurance company had given us furniture. So we had what we needed and then it was, okay, how do we just focus on kind of rebuilding to make sure everybody is in a place where they can still do their activities and the kids can go to school and we have, um, you know, the, the right things that they need for materials for, for books and whatever it was, but it was, it was, um, it was just a constant kind of, okay, what do we need today? Is it spices for the, <laughs> for the yes. spice rack? Cause I need to cook some, I don't know. I want to make, I don't, whatever it is. Right. Parmesan and I, and I don't have, <laughs> you know, right. a baking pan, things like that. <laughs> But, you know, it puts it into perspective that what you have and what you really need and Mm -hmm. you realize that there aren't that many things you really actually need Mm -hmm. um, and that you can live with a lot less than than what we all have. So it was it was definitely a um, an experience of putting my life into perspective of what I really want in life and what you really, mm. you know, the things that you don't need and the things that you do really need and focusing on those things for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you feel like you had any big challenges or hurdles kind of after the fire that you had to kind of grow through? We did. So um, after the fire became this focus of well, what are we going to do with the property? We had to make a determination of, are we going to rebuild um, or are we going to sell uh, the property? And we ended up starting down the path to rebuild the house and decided ultimately not to rebuild the house, uh, which was a a really big decision. And it was, um, we ended up buying another house not too far away and, and um, it all ended up working out for the best. But the process of getting there was very challenging, um, you know, making that decision to leave that, that property behind and was a, a huge um, challenge to overcome the feeling of, well, you know, we could have, you know, do we want to go back here? And, mm. you know, it was almost a feeling of, well, we're going to close that chapter and move Mm. on. And it was a really good feeling to do that. Um, And when we bought this house that we live in now, it was just this feeling of home again, right? Like, okay, this is where we're supposed to be. And you know, things led us here. Uh, We didn't always have the greatest of experiences in our last house. We had so many things that had kind of happened there. Um, always said it was sort of cursed. <laughs> you know, had been struck by lightning a couple oh, times. Oh, geez. Um, we had 
Superstorm Sandy, we lost our roof at one point. We had flooded basements, um, oh, trees wow. falling. <laughs> it was all these weird things that happened there. And when the fire happened, we oh, we were robbed. That was the big one. You were robbed too? Yes. Oh my god. We were robbed um, oh my at gosh. that house. It was uh, th three weeks um, after Superstorm Sandy, which was uh, about nine years ago now. So yeah, it was it was one oh, of those things where when we um, after this happened, we kind of said, you know what, maybe it's time to, to move on. And, you know, I think closing that chapter and opening the door to this, to a new location was just exactly what we needed. It was almost like when we, when we moved in here and we opened the doors and we were like, oh, okay, we have home, you know, we're home again. Like this feeling yeah. of home, it didn't matter that it was new or old or it was ours again. You know, it was this feeling of, wow, we, we got past this big hurdle of trying to make sure we, we have everything sort of back in order. Yeah. Um, and then, and then the realization that when we were living in the rental, we had had all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like they gave, a, you know, all that went away. <laughs> I mean, when they, when I say they rented us everything, they rented, I mean, it's, it was like a package of of everything you need to live, including sheets and towels and um, uh, mugs and, and uh, coffee maker and, you know, everything that you can think of that you need. And you don't realize after that it was, so when we, when we got rid of the rental and we had to close that chapter, we got into this house and we had not nothing, but we right. were pretty bare bones. Yeah. <laughs> so so like really, starting over again, starting over again. Yes. So lots wow. of starting over again. And um, it was, okay, now I need to buy mattresses. <laughs> so it's just a yeah. lot of, I think it was, a, you know, it was all things though. And that's the thing is mm. at the end of the day, we were all, you know, able to be together here and have a home. And it was exciting in some, some ways to go out and buy new furniture and a little yeah. overwhelming, but exciting, you know, at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then I, I know this isn't um, really about this, but one year after I um, had, we had the fire and we had lived in the rental for about six months. We moved into this house and we were working through all of the, you know, the updates and the things we were doing and trying to buy furniture. And it, um, it was just after uh, the fire and I really, the, the one year anniversary, and I just felt like at that point I was so like it was just so heavy right like so much work it was this constant you know in my mind of what I needed to do next and what else do we need to do to to to, to get back to it was just so much time and energy and effort and heaviness right if you ever felt like something's very heavy and um taking up a lot of my my brain and my space and my mind and my thoughts. And I, it was just after the fire, I had a, um, a mammogram and I walked out or walked in and I, you know, I was expecting a normal every, cause I go every year and it's a checkup because my mom had breast cancer early. And so I sit down and it's, and I do my mammogram and she's like, okay, well, we're, um, we need to do some more scans. And she's, she comes back and she says, um, I'm gonna have the radiologist come in and talk to you. And I said, okay. So 
I find out, um, you know, one year after that I ended up having breast cancer. And wow. when you, when you first hear that diagnosis, and the, and the only reason I bring this up is because it's all about mindset, is it shifted my mind away from all of the heaviness of the fire that I need that was taking up so much of my, so much space and so much of my mindset at the time that like, I couldn't really think about anything else that mm -hmm. it, it just sort of like switched it off like a switch. It was like, okay, fire's over. <laughs> now you move on. And it made me realize that there are, you know, while the fire took up so much time and it was, it was a really, you know, horrible thing to go through and I don't wish it on anyone um, that it really was, you know, I don't want to say over, but it was like, okay, I'm done. I, I'm glad we think we've, we're, we're comfortable, we're moved on. And now it's focusing on, you know, health. And the, the, the good thing about, and the, and the reason I'm bringing up this all up now is that it was just, um, you know, the, for me, the breast cancer was caught very, very early. And it was a, um, a it, it was a simple procedure that I had to have done. And I, was like three months of a little bit of worry and craziness and, and I'm fine, but it also shifted me away from thinking about the fire and what, yeah. and, and I think, you know, I, it almost was like, I needed that to get out of the, mm -hmm. the mode of thinking about how tragic this, you know, this event was in my, in my life. Yeah. Yeah, like the closure, like in a way. Yeah, it was closed. like closure, right? Mm -hmm. Close that chapter. <laughs> wow. And and then the new one opens, like you shared about your health diagnosis and right. moving through that. Well, I'm I'm so glad. Um, it sounds like things went well for your health. Yes. So awesome. I if I am um, fine and have had clean, oh, you know, scans and things and. And I do think, um, you know, everything happens for, for a reason. And, you know, you realize that um, just the, the thought of, you know, the thought of cancer was different than the thought of, okay, well, I, I have to, you know, uh, get my house in order. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, yeah. a, it, it was a, a different um, perspective. And now, <clears throat> you know, you get, you know, everything happens for a reason too. I, I really believe that and the faith that I have in, in, um, in the, in the grace of the people that have helped us through this. And then, you know, COVID happened right thereafter. And it was, okay, well, I, it was at a time when I almost just needed a break, like to stay, you know, put for yeah. a little while and not, yeah. and not, yeah. too, it was like, okay, this is actually not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little reprieve, sure. a little break yes. for you, like you said. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and so what do you think gonna... about? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna, I was gonna ask, like, what do you feel like? What you all experienced? You know how that influenced who you are today, who you are with your family. Oh, so I, I really believe that. Um, the, the fire has created a, um, more of a, us as a family as a whole too. I mean, it, it has brought us closer together to be able to 
know, work through something like this together and um, tackle uh, this challenge, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the, just the perspective of, you know what, like a positive attitude and everyone too, of having a very positive av- attitude within the family of, you know what, we're, we're good. Like we are happy, you know, just to be able to focus on happiness. And I, it makes me think of my daughter's college essay. So she's applying to colleges and just this week we've been, she finalized her essay. And I, I had a feeling that she was going to write about the fire and how it changed her and her mental state and her health. And she did. So, so I was able to read and get some insight because kids don't know, you know, I mean, I know you don't tell you, you know, it's hard to know what they think. Right. Right. And um, she, she shared some things in her essay that just brought me to tears of, you know, that this was such a challenge for her to, to go through and her from a mental perspective, but what it taught her was so important that, she um, learned to think positively and that, you know, things are things and mm. um, to really value the people and um, the, the experiences that you have and value your, you know, your family and the things, not things, the things that aren't things, <laughs> if yeah. you will. Um, and that the importance of mental health, which uh, for a, you know, 17 year old, right. I just thought that was an interesting perspective. Yes. Say, okay. I, I know I need to focus on my mental health when I went in my life and it taught me how to manage through that. And I, I've always said to my kids, I said, see, now you, you know, most people don't get to go through such a challenge in the young age where they know how to deal with a crisis or a tragedy or mm-hmm. um, something so difficult. And I, I always um, think about it this way, you know, I, I mean, not, you know, I know people where people think about the fire and think, oh my gosh, such a horrible thing. But at the end of the day, like, I I think there are just, you know, I look at people who've lost a loved one or a tragedy for some other reason. I think, think that, you know, this is, it's really not that bad. (laughs) I, you know, it, it was a horrible event and it took a lot to get over but at the end of the day it you know we were all here we're all Mm. we all walked out of our out of that house for you know by god's grace that we all survived and there were no um you know i have my dogs and i had my family and it's just a beautiful ending to the to the story of of a tragic event for sure yes yes and and just what you shared earlier about you know, the, the milestone moments of pictures of your little kids' pictures and, you know, the Bible being un, untouched, it just warms your heart. Like guardian Absolutely. angels are definitely all around us. And wow, what a moment. Absolutely. And, wow. um, you know, I, I think about, you had asked about, you know, you know, one being later looking back and, we had um, we had met with a family that nearby that had also lost their home to a fire, and they were about one year out from the fire had happened. And I could see the 
weight and heaviness. They rebuilt their house and it, they, um, they were broken um, in mm. a way that I don't know how to explain it, but I just felt like this, they were just broken. Like it was a, like they, they took all, it took all their energy and effort to recover from it. Now their situation was a little different in that um, they were being investigated and some, they thought that they might've started the fire, even though they didn't. And it was a little more of a challenge for them in that regard. But at the end of the of the day, I, after I left there, because we, we were very fresh in this situation, only a few weeks in, and, and I looked at my husband and I said, I am not going to let this break me. Mm. I said, I am not going to be in that situation in a year. And, and we need to make decisions, tough decisions, so that that is not us. Yeah, <laughs> because they were so broken by this, and yeah. I, so it, it was. It was a lot of tough decisions that we had to make to say, okay. And I, we are people who make decisions very carefully, if you will. We review everything and research everything, and you know, this was all not in the plan, <laughs> if you will. So yes. trying to manage through this was just this big okay a lot of a lot of big big decisions but we had um our family and friends and people helping us all the way along the way so it's been a yeah so definitely um you can't I look back and just think about all the all the the wonderful people who helped us through this process and we wouldn't be here today if we didn't have them so yeah for sure Oh, that just warms my heart. And to think, you know, we, we need to hear more of this because the news, my goodness, is just full of negative stuff. And what a difference in perspective it would be to, to hear more of these, the the good souls that are out there that are just yearning to help, you know, and to make sure people are in a good space and wow. Yeah. And and for sure, you definitely, you know, it's out there. We do. It's just, I think we need to hear more right. of it. So I'm so glad we, that you shared that. We, yeah, we do know it's out there. But at the same time, sometimes you just don't, you know, you don't see it or you don't hear it enough. And I, I can't, I mean, I, I barely touched on the things that people helped us yeah. with. And it's just endless. I mean, a- endless number of things that, oh, you know, food, they did a food um, dinner meal train for us where yeah, we were brought cool. I mean just the simple fact that we didn't have to cook dinner for the family and we were yeah. all you know because just to relieve that one thing off of our plates for uh, for two or three weeks was yeah a huge huge help and yes. it was um you know there's so many little things that I that I could go through from <laughs> I yeah. have my list. So yeah. I kept all my lists because I'm like, okay, if I see that person, I have to say thank you to them. <laughs> you know. Um it's uh yeah, it was it was a lot of a lot of community effort here too for helping us. And yeah. Definitely and, a big challenge. <laughs> and I love it too. I mean, maybe this almost sounds like Hallmark movie-ish, but you know, being your town is harmony. Is yes. that the name of it? I'm like I can totally see this being like, uh, you know, yeah. lifetime Hallmark movie, movie, Hallmark movie, lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah. 
know, it is. Oh it is gosh. called Harmony. I mean, the the kids in the school um, raised money for us doing like a pajama wow. day. Oh, and I mean, just so many things yeah. that they did um, to help us. I, yeah, I can't even begin to to acknowledge the the goodness and the kindness that we experienced. And that really is what got us through this whole situation and yeah. um, our, you know, our family and our friends for sure. And yeah. there are these things that I, you know, that you just hold on to, like you said, the, the Bible that was untouched and my kids' pictures that were not ruined and things that um, we were able to save. We had a, a safe, uh, like a gun safe in our foyer that had a fire box inside of it and some of my um like my wedding pearls were in there and mm. just things that in our you know I have this picture of our friends um my two of our friends there that day um like with their crowbars <laughs> opening the, yeah. the fire box and you know you just have these these memories in your your mind a friend of mine um came up that day so that that night the, the firefighters were able to pull some things out of the one back corner which was where our our clothes were and they threw them out on the back lawn and my friend came up and she's like okay I'm taking your jeans I'm gonna wash them for you and she I was like no don't don't take those what do you why she goes shut up I'm taking them I'm like okay and there's just things like that you don't think about like she's like just stop I'm taking your clothes and I'm washing them for you and and you know it was just little things that people mm-hmm. did for us along the way to yeah to make this easier for sure I love it I love it and what would you say to someone who is going through a hardship do you have any words of encouragement or perspective that would be helpful to share um well one of the things that I think as I think back over the time really is that it does really take time to move through a process and there are different stages of grief that you will go through and that not everybody goes through them at the same rate or time or amount of time but eventually you will get there and um, you know just to keep trying like you just have to keep focusing on the you know the goodness and the kindness in people and how we are able to move forward through these um tragedies and just it it is it's something that initially I just wanted to be over that was my thought was like I just want this to end like how do I get get over it and then I realized that it's not something we can just move past right it was uh it's not something that's just gonna end and it's now ever forever ingrained in our history and our and something that we'll live with but you have to you know focus on all of the good things and the positives and the things that all the people um really the the kindness that I experienced is is where the faith comes from that you will you will survive and be a better person for it for yeah. sure Yeah. Someone, um, a previous guest had shared, like, you know, you've already survived your hardest day and with everything you've gone through, you know, and what you've shared, man, you, you really had a lot of hard days 
and you've gotten through them all. Like, that's just so inspiring that you just kept the foundation. You kept focusing and just moving ahead, even if it just was one step at a time, one day at a time. Right. And you just, um, you, you absolutely correct is that I keep thinking that, you know what, I think that's probably the worst thing I'll ever, ever, ever have to go through, you know, and you never know if I do have to experience something horrible again, I hope I don't, but you're absolutely right. It was probably the hardest day and, mm-hmm. you, you know, and, the, and it's not just a day. I think that's the challenge that people, you know, mm. you don't realize is that it, it's not going to just end right? It's mm-hmm. uh, something that you have to move through versus, um, and that was my perspective in the beginning was, okay, I just want this to be over. Like, how do I get over this? Like, what do I do to get over this? And I realized that it's not going to be something that you're just going to get over quickly. And it's a process yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Well, on some lighter questions for you, what do you have for a song or a quote that lifts you up or motivates you? Oh, <laughs> a song or a quote that um, motivates me. Okay, so I'm, I'm sitting in my kitchen and I'm looking at my wall of uh, words and I do have my blessed uh, sitting behind me on yeah. behind my stove and I just really focus on being blessed because I I am very very blessed in this world and I I'm blessed with my family I'm blessed with my friends and I'm I am very blessed in in um, all the wonderful people that I have in my life and yeah. that I have been able to um, survive this whole thing in a and come through it better off I would say yeah that's really true but yes I do think I'm actually better I'm a better person than I was before this happened so I I would say I'm definitely blessed I love that so what do you and your family like to do for fun well uh something we we did as um after the fire we decided to um that we needed some fun in our lives and we bought a jeep (laughs) so we like to you know have fun in the jeep and do a little four-wheeling in the jeep so that's uh, something that was new for us um and we uh we definitely enjoy um open air jeep rides that's uh and the other thing that i that we like to do is we live right by near, near a reservoir and we love to go on family hikes. So we have a beautiful, like I said, I know people don't think of New Jersey as being this beautiful, beautiful place, but we live in a, in a, a town that's not really what I would call um, the, you know, the, 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 the city part of New Jersey. And it's yeah. somewhere we love to go and, and do How family cool. hikes for sure. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So I'm sure it's probably getting close to ending the season with the Jeep with the change of the season yes, it's been closed up bummer yes put yeah. into the uh into the garage but yeah yeah but the beauty of it having the change of seasons is really good too and i'm sure it's really pretty out there with the leaves changing now. oh my goodness the leaves are so beautiful right now for sure yeah good and do you guys have or do you have a bucket list something you really want to to do in your life yet um, I do. So I have 
a goal um, sometime soon before I'm too old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I really want to hike Half Dome in Yosemite. So we are um, huge fans of national parks. So we love to go to our national parks and treasure them dearly. Uh, So we do love to travel. And one of my ultimate goals is that I want to hike, uh, which is pretty, pretty intense hike. We've done some intense hiking, not not, um, overnight hiking, but because I'm not much of a camper, unfortunately, but Uh um, (laughs) I know you like to camp, but well, it's a different camper. It's a hard top (laughs) glamping as opposed to like, yes, glamping. (laughs) Yes. I'm okay with glamping, but hiking to a spot and pitch in a tent's not my thing. Um, But yes. So half dome, I think you can still do in a day. So definitely on my bucket list. That's cool. Yeah. I, um, so with that type of hiking, which you probably need kind of the, the true backpack, kind of the yes, support pole. need to train. Wow. Um, I've done a couple half marathons and I think that would be similar training to okay. hike, hike that kind of hike for sure. Yeah. And would your family go with you? I think so. I know my husband's cool. in, um, That's cool. kids would love to Love to go too if I can yeah. fit in their schedules some sometime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Everything definitely fills up on the calendar. So hopefully you can get that out there for yourself to to block and have the time as a family. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so sure. much, Leanne. This was so inspiring just to to hear your story and kind of just the perspective that you shared and and having, you know everything that you thought you needed to really just the clothes on your backs and the vehicle that you were driving with everything and then having the rebuild and and just your perspective on everything was just really inspiring. Well, thank you, Andrea, for having me. I'm glad you uh, offered and and asked me to join you and I um, am unhappy to share my my story and I hope it brings um, perspective and Mm -hmm. Um, hope to others because it um, sometimes when you think you're in your worst days they will you have to realize that they will get better and things will get better and um, this is that's exactly what happened with with me and my family for sure oh wow I don't even think we can end it more beautifully that was awesome (laughs) thank you Thank you so much for listening in to the Hardship Journey episode. It would mean so much to me if you would share this episode with a friend or family member or even post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. And I hope you feel inspired and motivated from listening to this episode. And no matter what comes your way on life's journey, you can make your own hardship journey.